Don't miss the freedom streams where you will be impacted with powerful life-changing messages by Pastor Dennis Mato. Come on, do you know it? Just sing it with me. Don't miss the freedom streams where you will be impacted with powerful life-changing messages by Pastor Dennis Matos. Come on, do you know it? Just sing it with me. Freedom experience, experiencing Christ. All divisions, confusions, denominations, and problems come from these two sources, doctrines and gifts. If we are frank and honest, we will admit that the more doctrines and gifts we have, the more divisions we have in the church. Every division and denomination is built up on either a certain doctrine or a certain kind of gift. I am standing here to challenge this. My attitude is toward Christ, not toward doctrine. I don't like to talk about doctrine. We simply need to help people to believe in Jesus Christ, to personally receive him as their savior and the son of God who was incarnated as a man, died on the cross for our sins and resurrected on the third day. Then we need to help people to love this Christ, to know this Christ, to experience this Christ and to be built up as a church to experience this Christ. As long as we do that, that is wonderful, that is good enough. Let us forget everything else. Let us love Christ. Let us know Christ. Let us experience Experience Christ. Let us enjoy Christ. Let us be built up as a church to experience and express this Christ. Freedom experience. Experiencing Christ. Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power of revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ. Freedom Experience Zone Radio. Enjoying music. Enjoying Christ. Where the Spirit of the Lord is. Welcome to Freedom Streams brought to you by Freedom Express Ministry, Makindia Kampala, Uganda. These teachings express the triune God in His Word as life to impart, light to shine, grace to enjoy, and truth to realize. And now, let's listen to Pastor Dennis Matumba. to God. Hallelujah. Once again, we want to welcome you on this wonderful uh, uh, teachings of Freedom uh, Streams program. Uh, all right away from Uganda, Kampala, Freedom Experience Ministry. 
uh, is where we come from. We want to say thank you for tuning in. Always on Freedom Experience Radio, where you enjoy music as you enjoy Christ. This is Pastor Dennis Matov Ode from Kampala, Uganda. And I'm here to go to take you uh, with me in the words of life, the words of light, the words of grace and reality for your enjoyment. This is the word becoming flesh for our enjoyment and for the manifestation of the glory of Jesus Christ. And uh, when you, uh, you you tune in always on Freedom Streams, you will be sharing with us. We shall be sharing together the word of Christ. And this time around, we have a, a wonderful episode, episodes or, or series of teachings concerning the experience of Christ in these four books, Galatians, Ephesians, Colossians, and Philippians. And we are now coming to our 13th episode, episode 13. So uh, we talk, uh, talked about previously the, 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 the secret, Jesus Christ as the secret. And we saw what made Paul to be strengthened to overcome all challenges was that he had a secret. And the secret of that secret was the Holy Spirit. The secret was Jesus Christ. And the secret of that secret was the reality uh, of the Holy Spirit which was the current. We talked also about, <clears throat> also talked about uh, the illustration of the electricity and giving us a proper illustration of the working of the Holy Spirit within us. And we said that um, an, an electrical current is a good illustration that we used the other time. We say that uh, when you see the electricity f uh, flowing in the house, in the house, it has it is the current of that electricity, and it has the reality of the electricity. Without the current, we said there is no reality of electricity. Mm. In other words, the current of the electricity, the reality can be seen in the light and the usage of the electricity that is uh, present in reality. Well, as the same electricity is in the house, we saw that it was, it is still also in the power plant or in the generator. It is still attached. You can't separate it. It is in the power plant uh, at the dam. It is also in your house. There is a joint that, uh, there's a flow that you cannot separate. And we went on to, to discover before we continue today that when we speak the love of, of the love of God and the grace of Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. We mean that the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is the current, is the flow, the flow of God and Christ. Christ as the electricity is flowing in the current, in the Holy Spirit. The electricity is in the generator at the power plant, we said, but the current is also in your building. This is how the Holy Spirit is the current within us, flowing from the generator, Jesus Christ. So this flow is in us. It is the very electricity in the generator. It is the very electricity in form of current in the building. The Holy Spirit in you is still the spirit of Jesus Christ. You can't separate them. Today we want to go uh, somewhere still deep, talking about the spirit being the breath of Christ. The spirit being the breath of Christ. You see, we are going deeper to see how you cannot separate the Holy Spirit from Jesus Christ. They are the same, yet they are separate. You see, uh, here we are going to see the Spirit being the very breath of Jesus Christ. Now, 
In these last days, the matter of the spirit and our spirit will be more recovered in the church because we, we didn't know about that. And now to separate the two, uh, we must come to know that Christ is the spirit and everything related to God is realized by us also in this spirit. You see, even we see that at that at the time we gave, we, we taught about people, about Christ as the life-giving spirit, uh, is like the air, is like, like the air. Uh, and now we still tell you today that um, we have the assurance that th- that is um, very right and a sure assurance that be- one day uh, on the day uh, of resurrection, this is what happened. The Lord came to his disciples and breathed into them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. John chapter 20, 22. This happened one day. When Jesus himself came, he breathed the Holy Spirit into the disciples. The Spirit was the breath of Christ. When the Lord breathed into the his disciples, the breath that came out of his mouth was the Holy Spirit. You see? And the Greek word for spirit is pneuma. Pneuma, P-N-E-U-M-A, which means spirit, which means breath, which means wind. Our car tires have pneumatic pressure. In other words, they have wind inside them. When they are out of pneuma or they're out of air or wind, they are flat. But it is unfortunate that many Christians today are flat, like flat tires. They're out of pneuma. They don't have the spirit living experientially or in reality. They're out of the spiritual breath. They are not breathing the life of Christ. They are people who have received the spirit, but they are not living in that life. They are not breathing. We have a lot of Christians that are flat without that pneuma, that life of the Spirit working in them. Christ is also available to us today. Just like the air is available, you are breathing it in and out. We can live for seven days without eating, or three days to five days without drinking. But without air, you can't live, in, live even three minutes. You know why? That's the importance of air. The same applies to the Holy Spirit. If after three minutes, when a person is not breathing, will die. If he dies, then this physical air is not the real air. There is what we call the real air. The physical air you are breathing is just a shadow. The real air is Jesus Christ himself. In whom we live, we move and have our being. The Bible says so. In Acts, in him we do what? We live. We move and have our being. Christ is so vital. Christ is so available to us every day. This is so miraculous. On the one hand, it is the biggest miracle, but on the other hand, it is just a small, something normal to have Christ as your air. Day by day, we are living in the air. You are breathing it, but at the same time, you are living within it. Air, wind is surrounding you. Christ is such a miracle of air. Christ is such a miracle of air. He is the breath. At the same time, he's the wind. Wind is that air outside you and breath is that air inside you. You get the point. 
And if the mighty rushing of wind moves, like the one that moved on the Pentecost, also it brought the fresh air. When you read in Acts chapter 2, there was a mighty wind. But that mighty wind also came with what? The fresh air. And the, the wind always brings the air. You get the point. Yeah. So perhaps we would not be able to uh, understand enough these things without a scientific discovery. When we go back, to, we come to science today, it has proven that even in small substances, there is atomic power. Even in small substances, there is what? Atomic power. If within these poor items that are small, there is such a power. Now consider what power there is in Christ. Today, this Christ is the Spirit, and the Spirit is in us. You see? We are not talking about a, a mere religion, no. Because, you know, we hate to talk about religion. We hate to have religion, even in church. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want churches that are religious. We are supposed to be having the life of God. Hmm? So in this universe, there is the reality of the triune God. There is that reality. The Father is the source. The Son is the cause or the pathway. And the Spirit is the current or the flow. We have the love of God. We have also the grace of Christ. And we also have the fellowship of what? The Holy Spirit within us. And, and such a reality, <clears throat> such a reality, a reality of the triune God is dispensed into us through the Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit, then you have the reality of the triune God. God the Father and the Son, they are living within you by the Spirit. So therefore, we are not dealing with a religion, no, with the gifts, mm -hmm. uh, or even with the Bible alone, with doctrine, we are dealing with the living God and the living Christ in the living spirit. Not in a miraculous way, but in a very normal way. Just like the air. This is how the triune God is so real and so normal. Christ is so normal. Jesus is so normal. Or rather, God is so normal and the Holy Spirit is so normal. This is what we call the triune God enjoyed by us. The Father is in the Son, and the Son is the Spirit. Hallelujah. We won't say that the Son is in the Spirit. No. It's supposed to be the Father is in the Son. The Son is the Spirit. You cannot say He's in the Spirit. No. The Father is in the Son, and the Son is the Spirit. And the Spirit today is the very current of the triune God. This current flows into us. And flows within us. While he is flowing, all the essence, all the elements, all the fullness of the Godhead are transmitted into us. This is so wonderful. This is not a religion. No. It's not a set of teaching or gifts or even the Bible by itself. This is the living triune God in the Son, Jesus Christ, and through the Holy Spirit flowing into us, in our spirit, day by day constantly like electricity and just like air. The Christ in whom we believe is such a living, a life-giving spirit, a real and available as air, as the air. Christ is so available. Christ is so present. Hallelujah. Do we realize him to such an extent? 
We need today to start to realize Christ, to make him practical, to make him very real in our lives. Hallelujah. So, look at such things. This is the Christ that is revealed in the four books of Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. The Apostle Paul, the writer, gives us the vision of Christ and then he shows us the secret of experiencing, the secret to experience this Christ in the bountiful supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. If If we have, if we have this Spirit flowing within us, we have Christ living in us, then Christ will be magnified through us. And also, Christ will become our pattern. He will become our example. He will become our goal. He will become our prize. He will will become our mark. He will become our aim. And he will be the one who empowers us within. So in this way, he becomes the secret. The secret of a believer to overcome sin is Jesus Christ still. The secret of a believer to uh, to overcome all challenges, it is still Jesus. The secret of everything we need is Jesus. If we have Christ, we can do all things. The secret of the secret is, however, the spirit, just as the mark we have seen of electricity. The mark of electricity is the switch. When you come to your house, you discover that if you want to tap, to connect or to switch on the electricity, there has got to be a mark somewhere where you are going to switch on that electricity, which is present for you to become, to be, uh, to begin to enjoy it. And the mark of uh, of God's uh, plan and God's economy is the spirit with our spirit. The Holy Spirit is like a switch. You switch on, you enjoy Jesus Christ. You switch on the Holy Spirit, you enjoy Christ, you enjoy the Father. If we exercise our spirit and give heed to our spirit, then we will realize how rich, how real, how living uh, the indwelling Christ is. You discover that Christ is so real. Christ is so present. Hallelujah. Again, I say this is not in the miraculous way, but in a very normal way. We have got to take Christ day by day, moment by moment, He is ever-present, waiting for you to contact Him. The more spiritual we are, the more we are normal and powerful in a normal way. The life, the expression, the example, the pattern, the goal, the mark, empowering, and the secret, all we have seen in the book of Philippians, they are in the spirit of Jesus Christ, who has the bountiful supply. He's the only one that has the bound, the bountiful supply. And we praise him for that. He is in us. This is wonderful. And this is the secret of experiencing Christ. Now, for this reason, I love the book of Philippians. Because it is the most book, effective book, to show us this Christ and how he can be experienced. It has all these things that are important. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, when you look at such things, you begin to love to study these scriptures that we have went through. The Bible showed us this Christ 
in several ways in the book of Philippians. Christ being our sacred, for us to know Christ and the power of his resurrection, we have seen Christ being as our goal. You see, when you go back and examine the book of Philippians, you will see these things. The Bible talks about him being that it says that in Philippians 1 19 uh, through 21 it says that I know that for me this will turn out to salvation through your petition and the bountiful supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ according to my honest expectation and hope that in nothing I will be put to shame but with all boldness as always even now Christ will be magnified in my body whether through life or through death for to me to live is Christ when you come to verse 9 of chapter 1 you see that it refers to the supply the bountiful supply and this supply we have said is not of the spirit of God it is strictly speaking of the spirit of Jesus Christ when you come to Philippians 2 verse 5 it says that let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus and when you come to Philippians still 2.13, it says, It is God who operates in you, both the willing and the working for his good pleasure. When you come to verse 3 of chapter 3 Philippians, you see other scriptures showing us how we experience Christ. It says that we are the circumcision, the one who serve by the Spirit of God and boast in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. When we come to verse 7 through 14, that is Ephesians, or rather Philippians chapter 3, from verse 7 to 14, we see other depths of the scripture. It says that what things were gained to me, these I have counted as loss on account of Christ. But moreover, I also count all things to be loss on account of the excellence of the knowledge of Christ, Jesus my Lord on account of whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as refuse that I may gain Christ and be found in him. You see those words? They are talking about how you can experience this Christ. It says, Not having my own righteousness which is out of the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is out of God and based on faith, to know him who is Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death if perhaps I may attain to the resurrection he says to the out resurrection from the dead he says that not that I have already obtained or am already perfected but I pursue the Lord wants us to pursue to pursue one thing pursue Christ. He says, I pursue even, if even I may lay hold of that for which I also have been laid hold of by Christ Jesus. He continues to say that, brothers, I do not count of myself to have laid hold, but one thing, but one thing I do. He says, forgetting the things which are behind and stretching forward to the things which are before. Paul says, I pursue toward the goal for the prize to which God in Jesus Christ has called me upward. Now, when you look at such scriptures, you find a lot of 
phrases and uh, words that show you how to experience this Christ. When we came to verse chapter 4 of Philippians, because Philippians has got four chapters, we see in verse 12 and 13, it says that, I know, I know also how to be a best, and I know how to abound in everything and in all things I have learned the secret both to be filled and to be hung to hunger, both to abound and to lack. He says, I'm able to do all things in him who empowers me. Paul is teaching us that even the strength he has, it is the strength of Christ. So we have seen these several things, even in other books. But now I wanted you to, to, to know the depth of these books and how to see Christ in them. How to take Christ as our exp- expression. As Philippians gives us the secret of a, to experience Christ, we have seen in the chapters, four of them, it is stating that Christ is our life, Christ is our expression. And for Christ to be magnified in our body, still you, you check in with the Philippians, Christ must be magnified in your body. Okay? So for Christ to be expressed in us in a glorious way, he must be magnified. Okay? He continues to tell us that for to me to live is Christ. Now this means that Christ lives in us and lives himself out of us. He is our life and he is living within us. You see? Now he wants to live himself out of us so that he can be magnified in us. Hallelujah. That's why in Philippians chapter 1, it speaks of Christ as our life and our expression. We have got also to learn how to take Christ as our pattern. And that's why we study the book of Philippians. Christ is our pattern. You see, the apostle sets up Christ as a pattern, as our example. He says here that the, this the most important factor is our what? Our mind. If you are supposed to take Christ as our pattern, then the most important factor is our mind. When you come to verse 5 of Philippians 2, it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Okay? So, as I'm doing this recap in Philippians, passing through, passing through all the scriptures, I'm showing you how the, this book is so rich. Okay, so we see that um, the Bible says, "Think this in you, this mind be in you, as a real human life, a real human person. You have to be having a mind." But the Lord is telling us today, "Let this mind be in you." That means whatever we think, we will do. You are that which you are thinking. The kind of life we live depends on what we have in our mind okay so the mind has an important position in our being it is the leading part of the soul after we are regenerated we are born again in our spirit the next step is to is that we are transformed by the renewing of the mind hallelujah so this means that our mind has to be changed transformed and this is why we need to know about Christ and the work he can do in us 
Okay? So we need to repent. And after repenting, then you have got to turn your mind to the Lord. And, and this is only the beginning. And after you have repented and begun, uh, been regenerated, you're now born again. I tell you there is another work for you to do. That is to have your mind constantly renewed. And once it is renewed, this is how you are going to enjoy Christ. This is how you are going to enjoy Christ. So, we have seen several things as I plan to wind up today. In this teaching, I want to show you that the has all the riches. We have seen in Philippians, it has showed us Christ as our goal. If you are aiming at anything in Christianity, aim at Christ. Aim for Christ. Take Christ as your goal. Take Christ as your mark. Take Christ Jesus as your aim. Take Christ Jesus even as the prize. You should not be frustrated if you are taking Christ as your aim, as your goal. The reason that's why born again have been frustrated in Christianity is that they are pursuing other things. They're not aiming at Christ. They're not, uh, they don't have a goal. Uh, Christ is not their goal. You see? They're not winning Christ as the, the, the prize. Hallelujah. So, if people begin to be taken by many material items, they are out of this. They are, they are missing the mark. And when they don't have food, they don't have drinks, they don't have what, they begin to worry. They can't live for Christ any longer because they don't know how to operate in this spiritual life. So in order for us to keep our life, God created the material things. They are important. But these material things, however, they are, uh, they are distracting us from the reality. Who is Christ? Even when you check the prayers of people, they are praying for these material things. They are being attracted to these material things and they are being distracted away from Christ, who is the mark of God's economy. I want you to keep on enjoying these wonderful teachings as we are going through with you into these several episodes. We see that God has created, created these things for Christ and God has provided for us so that we can live for Christ. Even today, I want to strengthen you. Pursue Christ. Let your goal, your goal be Christ. Let your mark be Christ. Let your aim be Christ. Let Christ be your prize. Make Christ your, your everything. Paul says that he wanted to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. If we also become like Paul, you anticipate, you want to know. You want to know Christ. You desire to know more of Him. You want to know the power of His resurrection. You see? Some of us, we think we know Christ, but we don't, we don't know Him. Paul says he wanted to know Christ. But at, this, at the, that time, he had preached the gospel, but still says, I want to know Him. I, know, I want to know Him more adequately. So even right now, Paul is arguing, he's aspiring us. He says that, please, know more of the Christ that saved you. Don't know other things. Only know the one that saved you and what is able to do. You see? So, this doesn't, doesn't mean that Paul did not know Christ. Even today, the Lord is telling the church, know Christ. Know the power of his resurrection. 
Take him as your God, as your everything. And the Lord will be your reward. May the Lord richly bless you. This is Pastor Dennis Matov, over from Kampala, Uganda. And we are teaching about this experience of Christ. Enjoy music on this radio. This is Freedom Experience Radio. Please find us on website www.freedomexperienceministry.org Or you can also download our ministry app in Play Store, Freedom Experience Ministry. All our radio Freedom Experience app. You can find them in the Play Store and the Lord will reach and bless you. Bye-bye. For more information or get more of these messages or donate to our ministry, contact us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry, or visit our website on www.freedomexperiencezone.com. Or you can call us directly on class 256 877 Thank you.